CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. Bush Hamden. The film Stanford, what are some of the things that did kind of maybe you didn't realize at the time, but kind of looked back on and said that those are the areas you needed to change? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, nothing nothing super surprising. I think I uh, uh, had a pretty good feel on, on the style they were going to play. Um, you know, we were going to get limited opportunities and need to make the most of all of them, and we did. And so I think, uh, you know, we just got it. comes down to execution, comes down to, to in that game, in that environment, we've been there before, making making more plays than they do. What did you see in the fourth quarter where it was all passing? Uh, you know, abandoned the run, obviously, in a, in a one-score game. Why, why did you think that was the best way to go? Well, I mean, I think early on we take a shot on the first play there. Um, certainly that was not the plan. I think when it became a 10-point game, uh, you know, again, with them and, and how much uh, they were possessing the ball, yeah, we, we felt we had to be aggressive with it, go get a score, try to get the ball back. And so... Um, you know, I don't think that was the plan on that, that first drive of the fourth quarter. Took a shot on the first play and, uh, you know, got, got into some deeper situations after that. You guys have been great at the bounce back. I mean, we've had some of these tough losses on the road. You've been able in all, all three years, the last three years, to come back and play really well. Why do you think that is? Is it just a, a focus at practice? Uh, or why is it that the, the bounce back game has been so positive? I, I think it's a resilient program. I think it always is. I think you... You know, each week is a new week, and, and these guys understand that. They go to work uh, regardless of the outcome. So uh, that, that's our mindset, man. We've put that last one behind us, and we're excited to get back on the field. Coach Peterson talked a little bit about uh, potential of utilizing the younger wide receivers when he talked to everybody on, on Monday. Are we seeing that more in practice this week? I, I think so. I think, obviously, we're, we're looking for, for giving – you know, those guys an opportunity. We, we need some guys to step up and make plays on the outside. And, you know, I mean, the evaluation process is not just a, a one-week thing during the year. You know, I mean, this is going back to spring ball through fall camp, through the season. Um, you know, and as you guys know, the best players will play. This is, this is big-time ball. And so whoever those guys end up being, they'll be playing on Saturday. The drops, how much is it a quarterback thing? How much is a receiver thing? Is there too much – Velo on the ball, or, or what's the what's the situation? Because a couple games now that's been a big problem. Yeah, I just think uh, you know, obviously it's it's always a focus, and it's it's never one thing. It's it's always a quarterback thing, a receiver thing, a tight end thing, whatever the case might be. But obviously, uh, you know, we've been we've addressed it. We've got to make plays when we have opportunities to make plays and in uh, critical situations. In Arizona at 4-1, and one, what are they doing well on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, I think they're, they're playing with a lot of confidence. I think they feel good about uh, their back end. They're aggressive with those guys. Uh, one of the more talented linebacking cores in the conference. So, again, we, we know how balanced this conference is, and, and we know how good, good every team can be if they play their A game. And, uh, you know, this, this defense is, is improving every week. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts of why you guys have been a little more efficient in the past game out of uh, two tight end sets and why that works so well for you guys? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, again, for us, I think, uh, you know, to our strengths of, of the size and the ability to run it, and I think any time you can run the ball, 
the pass is a lot easier out of that, you know. And so I just think, uh, uh, obviously, Hunter and Brian and, and Kate Otten give us a lot of flexibility, and, and that's why we've we've had more success there. Obviously, you know, like you mentioned, Stanford holds the ball, minimizes possessions. When you look back, though, I mean, is there anything you change in terms of your approach or play calling or anything from that game? I think you always do. I think there's always probably three to four calls a game in any game, win-lose, uh, where you might change things. And, and uh, you know, c- certainly, uh, you know, do you, do you stick with the run more in this situation, that situation? The reality is, uh, you know, at the time we just felt when it was a two-score game, we felt we had to go and score and try to get the ball back and, and not knowing how long those guys were going to keep the ball the next drive. It's been more difficult on third down really all season. Is there a common thread with that, or what do you see when it comes down to third down? It just you know, it comes down to execution and making plays. That The coverage is going to be tighter on third downs, and generally once you get to that that third and five range, you know, there's there's some tendencies in having to throw it to go to go uh, uh, score. So I just think we got to lock in and we got to make those tight plays and, and go from there. The sort of off-season emphasis on giving receivers chances to make plays and being a little bit more aggressive that way. Have you seen receivers as a whole through six games put themselves in, in position to, to be able to be targeted for some of those throws? Look, I, I always think the pass game is, again, man, it's, it's an 11-man job, and, and it, it's never one position. It's It, it could be a, a lot of things. But, uh, you know, overall, we got to play to our strengths. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and whatever we got to do to win football games, that's what we're going to do right now. What would you describe as your strengths right now? Well, I think we, we, we got to rely on – on what we can do up front and, and our our tight end play and those guys and the ability to run it and create explosives on the outside, you know, and, and we got to stay balanced and we know that, but we're going to do whatever it takes to, to win football games, and right now that's playing to our strengths. Coach Peterson said right after the game that there were times when it seemed like Jacob Eason didn't have answers back there. How do you kind of define what that means and how you sort of address that going forward? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, uh, I think going back and watching it, um, you know, we felt there were throws there, and we felt he made some of those throws, and, and he did. And so, uh, you know, sometimes that can be certainly in man situations if guys are, are creating space, uh, getting open. But, you know, I think you'd probably have to ask him after, after he watched it. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Uh, I did not play against AM, but I got to watch them on film against some teams that we uh, played against. Um, I know he's a great coach, and he's got a great program down there, so it should be a good matchup for us. And what about Coach Yates' style of defense at Arizona? What do you see? Um, you know, they, they, they mix it up a lot. They show a lot of different stuff on tape. Um, you know, they play fast and physical, and uh, I'm excited for Saturday. It should be a good matchup with our receivers and our, our run game, so I'm excited. Coach Peterson flat out said 13 points is not enough for a Pac-12 game. What's been job one for the offense this week to score more than 13? I mean, just, you know, we got to learn from the things we did wrong in that Stanford game and, uh, and uh, you know, be able to make those changes. And, and obviously, you got to score points to win a game. And uh, 13, like Coach Peterson said, isn't going to cut it. So we're looking to improve on that number and, uh, you know, just get better every week. What would you say the attitude of the whole team is this week as far as snarl, bounce back, get better? Yeah, it's just a growth mindset, you know. Um, nothing's going to be perfect, and we understand that. And, uh, 
you know, we just got to come out each and every day, every practice, and with a, a mindset to improve and get better. And I think that's what the guys are doing. Um, you know, adversity strikes, what are you going to do? So we're at that point right now, and uh, we're, we're working hard to overcome that. Uh, just, you know, uh, solid. They show a lot of different stuff, a lot of different looks. Um, they do a good job just, like, hiding their hiding their coverages and uh, uh, fast group of dudes, and uh, they play hard and fast, so it should be a good matchup. What, what kind of different things do you think you can do this week, you know, as opposed to last week? What, what kind of stuff did you last week, and, and what improvements do you think you can to work on this week to, to get more points and get the ball down the field more? Uh, I mean, we're always going to go out there and practice our hardest and, and give it our best shot. Um, I think just scheme-wise, we got to really lock into our details and, and uh, be able to execute when the time comes. Um, you know, it's nothing's nothing's going to be perfect or wide open or, or that kind of thing, and we know that. So we got to we got to work hard to to really perfect our crafts and and uh, go out there and perform on Saturday. Jake, what have you seen from their secondary at Arizona? They got some playmakers back there. They got yeah. a lot of interceptions. Yeah, they, they played a lot of teams that throw the ball a lot too. Um, I know last week at Texas Tech with that Aristotle offense, and they they do a good job of going up and making plays on contested balls. Um, you know, they're faster dudes, and and uh, you know they got they got good athleticism and ball skills. So I think it should be a great matchup. Um, I'm looking forward to it um, uh, Saturday down there in the desert. So it should be good. About Aaron Fuller, that kind of makes your guys' connection so strong that you just seem to have him as your first one of your options. Uh, yeah, he's a he's one of our top guys, and he, he, he uh, week in week out goes out and makes plays. Um, there's that comfort level with him. At the same time, he's you know I'm still going through my progressions, um, and he's he's been the guy that's that was popping last week, and uh, um, yeah, he's just he's a tremendous ball player with uh, great ball skills and, and athleticism. So it's good to have him on our side. Uh, you played in the SEC where he gets gets a little toasty down there in September. I think it's supposed to be like 82 at kickoff. What, what's that like for you? Um, yeah, I know it'll be hot. We got to hydrate this week and get prepared for that. Uh, the sun's going to be shining and stuff. So I mean, it'll be a night game actually. So it won't be. I take that back. Um, but yeah, honestly, I've never never really played in the desert. I was down there in the south with the humidity, and I don't really know what the dry heat's like, so I guess we'll figure that out on Saturday. But I think just stay hydrated and get some sleep. We got back late last week and try to get back on schedule. Can you feel that, the little jet lag or something? With the uh, you know, we, we try, yeah, we try to get, when we get in late with the late games, we try to get back on schedule that, that Sunday, Monday, um, you know, going to bed early and that kind of thing. But you can definitely feel that going into Monday night, but usually by now we're back at it. Pretty good at that. <laughs> What's the biggest difference between playing in a game like at 12:30 as opposed to 8 a.m.? Uh, the mindset's no different. No matter when you play, where you play, it's, nothing changes. But uh, obviously, you just gotta stay locked in. Playing a night game, you're in the hotel all day, and you gotta keep that edge to you. Whereas 12:30, you're you, you know you got less time to prepare. So um, you know there's different things here and there. But I think just trying to keep the same mindset no matter when or where the game is. This Arizona team, they're on a four-game win streak. Uh, what do you see the biggest threat being for their uh, defense? Uh, the the four-game win streak, yeah. They're, they're definitely playing with confidence and playing with passion and fire. And um, Yeah, they're, they're going out there and, and making plays. So I think Saturday should be a good matchup. They're going to have a lot of juice. And, I, you know, they're a good home team with their crowd and everything. So um, we're looking forward to going into that environment and, and playing a good game. 
there anything unique you see about Arizona's scheme defensively? Uh, they do a good job of mixing their stuff up and, and hiding some coverages and trying to disguise some things. Um, I think, you know, their coach does a good job of, of making it, you know, nothing really looks the same every time. So, um, yeah, and they also play hard and fast and physical. So, um, like I said, it's going to be a great matchup and I'm looking forward to Saturday. And how important will it be for you guys to establish a running game, especially early on the road? Yeah, that's always important. Um, you know, that, that helps out the pass game, that helps out the play action game, that helps everything out. So when you can establish a good run game, it definitely takes some weight off uh, the shoulders of the quarterback and everyone else. So um, I think that's that's always going to be a point in our game, and uh, you always got to establish the run. So I think that's something we've been working on and something we should be able to do. And Arizona's offense, they put up a lot of points per game. Do you guys feel like offensively yeah. you'll have to match? Last week we didn't put up enough points, and this week it's an emphasis definitely on, on scoring the ball. And, uh, you know, Arizona's one of the top scoring offenses in the country, and we know that uh, with Khalil back there making plays, and it's fast. So, um, yeah, we're definitely going to do our job on offense of, of preparing to, to, to get the ball in the end zone, and um, side Arizona have to go out and perform. Going back to the Stanford game, do you feel like the low amount of plays that you guys ran, do you feel like that affected your guys' rhythm? Yeah, there's definitely some of that. We only got one drive in the first quarter, but at the same time, I think we just got to do a better job of executing. Um, we knew Stanford was going to, um, that was their style of play, the slower and, and kind of milk the clock and, and that kind of thing. And ultimately, they executed better than we did. And uh, so this week, we just got to learn from that and, and grow from it and get ready for Arizona. And when opposing uh, defenses are coming at you with a lot of pressure, what is your mindset? Uh, you know, I got a key into protection and, and uh, know if I'm hot or not and see who's coming where and try to make the best call to protect myself and, uh, you know, just stay in tune with the O-line, whatever calls they're making, and then also know where my, my hot routes are. And if I got to be able to move around and make a play, then I got to be able to do that too. How would you describe what your guys' offensive identity is through these first six years? Um, I don't know what the description word would be. We're, you know, I know we're trying to be a, you know, a attacking offense beyond the attack, and uh, I think we just got to be a little more consistent in our play. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to attack and score points, and 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 last week obviously that that uh, that didn't happen. So we got to at the same time be more consistent. Is there something about having Hunter and Cade on the field together that in a two tight end set that you think makes your offense run a little bit more smoothly? Um, yeah, I mean, those guys are great tight ends and big body targets, and they can also block well. So, I mean, we have multiple different personnel sets, and, and that's just one of them. So, I mean, any personnel set we feel comfortable with, but definitely with two bigger guys um, like that, and those, their leadership and experience definitely helps. Does that give you, I don't know, more of an advantage when you drop back to throw and there's there's two dudes out there? Who I mean, it depends. If you want to put a, two bigger guys in or two faster guys in, it depends on what, what scheme you want to run and what kind of concept you want to run. So um, there's definitely strengths and weaknesses to, to doing that, and uh, that's up to Coach Hamden and Peterson to decide what they want to do. Savon Hawkman. Is it any different than kind of the past couple of weeks coming off wins? Uh, I mean, you know, we, like I said, we attack every team the same, and, you know, we're going to give our best effort when we get out there. Obviously, you know, we want to get another win, so, um, you know, we're a little extra focused this week and just uh, locking in on our details. Obviously, don't really know if Richard Newton's going to be available. 
um, this week or the following weeks? What's it kind of just been like with the is, – is the running back rotation kind of shortened or – uh, you know, everyone in that room can step up and make plays. So, you know, um, whether Rich comes back or not this week, you know, we're going to be good. Definitely going to miss him out there. But, you know, if he if he's not out there, but, um, uh, you know, everyone in that room can make plays. So I'm excited to see, excited to see you guys step up. When has the running game been at its best this year? Like, Just how, whenever, what does that look like? Whenever we're clicking on all cylinders, getting five yards to carry, you know, so I think we're – I think what we get pretty much as a as a unit, averaging those five yards of carry, and that's and I think um, we're at our best as a as a run group. What was uh, Stanford doing up front to kind of limit you guys? They had a lot of, they were pretty banged up on that defensive line and in that linebacker core. So what were they doing to to allow them not to give up a lot of runs to you? Uh, you know, they just I mean they played a good game. Uh, there's not there's not that much more to it. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't. We didn't do everything that we were supposed to that game and ended up losing. So, uh, you know, they just they played to their standard, and, you know, we're going to go out there this week and play to our standard. Small, what do you see from them in, the, in their front six, front seven on tape? Uh, you see a physical team, a team that's, you know, winning games right now. Uh, you know, they're going to come out there and attack us and give us their best game. So, um, you know, they got a physical D-line, guys, guys with experience, none of those backers have experience. So, uh, you know, just got to just gotta be clicking on all on all of our details and make sure that we're, we're aware of the situation at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the late return, you know, how, how is that for you personally? Can you sleep on planes? Are you able to get some rest? It's going to be your second week in a row doing that. Oh, uh, man, I, hate, I don't like it. I like to play at home in front of our fans, but um, yeah, we get we get home pretty pretty early in the morning, I guess you could say. But uh, they do a good job. Of, our, our staff does a good job of helping us recover and uh, making sure that we're going to be good to go for the rest of the week. So I don't really sleep on planes that much. Yeah, no. yeah, I struggle with that too. I think forecast said 78 to 82 ish at kickoff yeah. down there. Um, anything you're doing to prepare for that? Just staying hydrated. I know we've been practicing indoors this whole week, and it's been hot in there. So uh, that's just that's just one. One way to prepare for that, and um, I think it's going to be nice. Get, get a little bit of nice weather out there, and then come back home to Seattle where it's nice and cold. So, <laughs> coming off a career game that, like you had against USC, and then you only get what six or seven carries uh, against—is that frustrating at all? Uh, I think just how the, that's how the game went. Um, you know, it was just—it was a weird game for us, and we weren't able to get things going how we wanted to. But um, you know, I'm never looking for my own stats. I'm trying to win the game, and I was—I re- I really wanted that game. So um, you know, we'll bounce back this week, and we're going to get things going. Is it tough to keep your head in the game when when you're not getting as many touches as maybe you're used to? Uh, I mean, no, it's just, I mean, getting a feel for the game is obviously different when you're getting touches, but I'm in, I'm, I was able to get a lot of plays and um, seeing different looks. So I'm still engaged, obviously, throughout the whole game, just waiting for everyone to run the ball. And uh, that, that, that was just a weird game for us, but um, we, got a, we got a good game plan this week and we're going to attack it. Savant, how do you feel like uh, you've kind of grown in our different player, I guess, this season than maybe you were last year? Uh, I've just matured, matured mentally, matured in my game, just staying poised throughout the whole game, um, knowing that there's always opportunity for us to come back and just knowing, do my job and everyone else is going to do their job. Uh, and, that's, and that's how you win games. You focus on, on doing your job 75 times or however many times you guys have plays in the game. Um, so I think that's just, that's just where I've matured and where I've grown. Obviously, I've, I've grown as a runner just from our coaches, you know, helping me develop and everything like that being more patient, um, just waiting for things to come to me, letting things develop, but I think that's how I've grown as a back since I've been here. On May 23rd. 
want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Um, well, they're very active. They play, they play fast. Um, they'll get up and challenge you. And, you know, that's, that's just checking it with good ball skills, too. You know what I mean? I want to sort of like third in the country, like top in the country in, in picks. So they do a good job when the ball's in the air, playing through the hands on receivers. So we know we got our hands full. When you play a secondary that is good in, in the ball skill realm, uh, what sort of things, uh, as a wide receiver coach, uh, do, do you talk to guys about in, in trying to prevent teams from getting interceptions? Um, it's just what I mean. It's what we preach every day, you know, mm-hmm. offensively, not just with the wide receivers, but just with the skill position or even, even DBs. As and you know, Jimmy Lake talks it too. It's we want to go up and snatch the football. Um, we want to study the crosshairs. Um, we want to get off the ground. We want to rotate our shoulders. We want to go make a triangle with our hands, and we just want to snatch the football. You know, we we, we emphasize being a frisbee snatching dog, and when the ball's in the air, it's ours. Um, you know, we, and that's 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 what we preach, and that's what we we say that every day. So, yeah. Junior, just halfway through the regular season, how would you kind of evaluate your room as a whole, and kind of what's the next step for that group? Um, as a whole, I mean, I, I you know I thought we we put some good games together, and I you know there's times that we. You know, we didn't. I don't think we played up to our standard in, in some in some games, but um, I mean, those guys are playing hard. They're working their butts off. They come to work every day. Um, you know, and, and they're they're constantly trying to improve. Like, shoot, I just think we got off the field right now. Those guys are still putting in extra work off the field, and they come in and they do the the studying they need to do. You know, after hours when they're not in meetings. And um, but no, you know, I like where we're headed. I think we're progressing, and we're gonna continue getting better. Is there a chance that maybe the rotation could be increased? Because it looks like Bacelli, Fuller, and Chico have kind of been the main guys, and everyone else is, you know, half, if not less than half, in terms of just overall snap counts. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know how the game is. These guys, they, you know, everyone's actually been in the rotation, I will say that. Um, you know, and we're just going to take what the defense gives us. You know, I think some of the young guys are progressing as the season's gone on. Um, I think Spiker's progressing. I mean, Terrell Bynum's played his, his snaps have his, has has um, his snap count has gone up. Um, Puka's snap count has gone up. Um, you know, we're just going to keep getting better each week, and, and these guys are going to keep their roles are going to keep increasing the way they practice. What, what is the big difference between the seniors and the younger guys in terms of their practice habits? Like, what what, what where are, where's the room for improvement? I guess I mean, to I reach that, that level. The seniors. I mean, obviously they've been here longer, right? And and. And being a being a senior, you you learn how to practice. You know how to practice, and you know game reps are valuable reps that these all those guys have played, those seniors have played. And um, you know the young guys, the Pukas, the Spikers, the you know the even Terrell Bynum. He's not young, but I mean they're starting to they're they're starting to create good practice habits, and they're making plays in practice. We always talk about you know practice execution is game time reality, and um, those guys are putting it on the field in practice. So you know their roles are have been increased. Where does Austin Osborne fit into that mix? Austin Osborne, he's doing a good job, too. He's practicing hard every day. He comes to work. Um, he's been in the rotation, too. Um, you know how it is. I mean, you, you play a game, and, and um, you know, if your number's called, it's called. If 
If it is, and it isn't. Everyone has their role, and I think these guys understand what their roles are, and they're ready to start, start them. At this point, do you think it's more physical than mental, or, or just them grasping what needs to be done out there on game day? Um, I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's either. I think they're physically they're they're good enough, and mentally, I think they're good enough too. I'm just. They're, they're just waiting for their opportunity, and they've been in the game. You know what I mean? And it's uh, and um, they're just waiting for the you know their opportunity when the ball does come their way. You know, and those guys are in, and they're again everyone has their role, and um, and you know they embrace from their roles. How much of a difference has Ty been in practice since he's been able to come back? Ty Jones, yeah, he's he's awesome having him around. He's uh, Ty's fun to be around, big big smile, very positive. Um, you know, and he's practicing hard. He's good in meetings, so it's good to have him back around. Coach Pete said he was practicing fully, but like, is he is he able to play? Um, he's practicing fully right now. So, um, like Pete said. How have you approached the film in terms of when you break it down with your players? Do you look at game film, or do you just kind of go out to practice first? And how do you say that again? I'm sorry. I mean, how do you how do you use game film to evaluate players and kind of break them down? How do I use game film? Yeah. Um, how do I use game film? You know, I just evaluate, you know, each snap um, from from start to finish. You know, it could be from your stance to your start to the proper technique. Did you do your job? Um, what was your effort on each play? That's how I evaluate it. Just like we, I mean, we evaluate practice film and game film the same exact way. Nothing changes. And Coach Yates' style, what can your uh, receivers expect from his defensive backs? Um, Coach Yates' style, they're going to they're gonna compete. And they're going to play hard. I mean, just being around Yates is a good friend of mine. Um, they're going to they're going to compete. They're going to come with it every day. They're going to come at you every snap. And um, like I said prior, you know, they're doing a good job of taking the football away in that secondary. Is there a lot of press, man? You're going to have to win your one on ones. Yeah, yep. You're going to have to win your one on ones. You're going to you know they're going to play some zone coverage. They're going to play some man coverage. Um, you know, you know. Mo more importantly, though, I think it's about us just doing our job. What's the biggest difference between playing a game that's at 12:30 and uh, a game at 8 p.m.? Uh, to me, it's it doesn't matter. It's just playing football game. <laughs> we'll go play them in a the park, right? It doesn't matter. I think we I think when we all started playing football, we probably played it at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So, um, no, we're just we're just excited to go play some football. It doesn't matter the time. When you look at Aaron and Andre, and, and Aaron gets you know 17 targets last week and everything, do those guys wear down at all? Do you, is there a difference in late in the fourth quarter than in the first quarter when you evaluate them? No, I, I didn't. I don't. I didn't think so. I thought Aaron, you know, playing as many snaps he played and as many targets as he had. I thought he just he kept playing hard. Well, he practices hard. I mean, I think that's what the off season's about too, right? That's why you. That's why you have off season. That's why you you go through the the strength and conditioning program to play in, in, in games like that and play as many snaps and to be targeted as much as he was. Coach Pow Pow. You know, our ability to be multiple um, and create some mismatches, you know, is uh, probably the one thing that stands out the most to me. You guys have been pretty efficient throwing the ball and running the ball out of two tight end sets this year. Is it, is it tempting to just roll with that all the time, have that be your – do you see that as your offensive identity? Or? I see that as, you know, a starting point. I think a little bit is because you get, you know, Hunter Bryan out in space and you're able to utilize him like a wide receiver, quite honestly. Um, um, I think just for us it's a little bit of a comfort level to be able to jump into the runs that we want to be able to do in that personnel and um, then be able to give them just a bigger target over the middle and try and get some yards. Um, you know, down the field.
what goes into this? When you're rolling with uh, sort of the I formations or the power with the fullbacks, what goes into the decision of who's that fullback at what time? Um, a lot of that time is just trying to highlight what those guys do best and, and try and make sure that we're putting them in the position to be able to put their best foot forward. And I think uh, what you get with a guy like Jack Westover, who's you know 235 to 240 pounds and explosive and doesn't shy away from contact. So um, a guy like that, you're able to really highlight him and be able to give him a role and um, be able to create some ownership kind of within his own mental game. Yeah, he's, I mean, I've seen him on the, especially on like the goal line sets, right? Uh, is that something that was the plan coming into the season or was that sort of something that you maybe noticed out of the way? Well, I think it was something that we kind of developed in training camp. Um, you know, you're able to put different guys in different positions, especially when you're using three tight ends at a time. Um, and he was the guy that really kind of stood out and, um, you know, was able to give us a little bit of pop and a little bit of physicality at that point. Do you think we're going to get back to the point where we're going to start having teams listed with fullbacks? Uh, you know what? It'd be an awesome, awesome thing to have. Um, but I think for now, we'll just we'll keep them in the tight end rooms. It just makes me a little bit more multiple in terms of all the gadgets that I get to use. Coach, uh, w- would you say, uh, was there any um, passes that maybe Hunter – I don't look I don't know I'm not a coach I don't get to see all the film you guys get to see it just didn't seem like he had the best game that he's ever had uh in that game yeah I again you know fair yeah um you know for us is just being able to control what we control and I think there were some things just from a technical standpoint that I think you know Hunter's playing the game and that's what he does the best is he feels things and he's able to move but there's some situations where just running fast and being able to be a big body um, without trying to be you know overthink situations um, so that's really kind of been the emphasis this week and I think he's done a heck of a job was he, he was overthinking on Saturday and not that he was overthinking I think he was trying to do too much um, and again with him just being physical quick and then a big body I think a lot of the times just running fast mm-hmm. is more than sufficient so um the, the pass on the goal line uh, looked like it came out a little quick, maybe a little quicker than, than he anticipated, but it did go th- kind of through his hands. Sure. Just is there a quote-unquote blame game that you have for something like that? No. I mean, we're always going to look internally in what we can do better, um, you know, because at the end of the day, Ten did an awesome job being able to give us a chance. And a lot of the times, you know, that's what we talk about, just building trust and confidence. You know, it's not going to be – pretty perfect beautiful we got to go make plays um and i think that was the big lesson for all of us not just him was we got to make sure that when we get an opportunity we get a chance to go make a play down the field we've got to own that and i think that builds momentum that builds confidence and that's something that i'm looking forward to trying to get done this saturday i wasn't the most prepared i should have looked uh jacob kaiser did play on saturday did he yeah, we yeah. got him snap. so uh, and how did he look in that time? I think he's still shaking a little bit of the rust off. Um, granted, that naturally comes from not playing for a long, extended period of time. But he's done some awesome things in practice. And really, really excited to be able to build a little bit of the depth and just get him back on the field. Did he come out of that? Health, not to get a, not to get you in trouble with Coach Peterson, but did he come out of it healthy and ready to go? Looking forward to playing him on Saturday. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Coach. In the emphasis this week, and I think he's done a heck of a job. Was he, he was overthinking on Saturday? And not that he was overthinking. I think he was trying to do too much. Um, and, again, with him just being physical, quick, and then a big body, I think a lot of the times just running fast mm-hmm. is more than sufficient.
So um, the, the pass on the goal line uh, looked like it came out a little quick, maybe a little quicker than, than he anticipated, but it did go th- kind of through his hands. Sure. Just is there a quote-unquote blame game that you have for something like that? No. I mean, we're always going to look internally in what we can do better. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, Ten did an awesome job being able to give us a chance. And a lot of the times, you know, that's what we talk about, just building trust and confidence. You know, it's not going to be pretty, perfect, beautiful. We got to go make plays. Um, and I think that was the big lesson for all of us, not just him, was we got to make sure that when we get an opportunity, we get a chance to go make a play down the field. We've got to own that. And I think that builds momentum, that builds confidence, and that's something that I'm looking forward to trying to get done this Saturday. I wasn't the most prepared. I should have looked. Uh, Jacob Kaiser did play on Saturday, did he? Yeah, we yeah. got him snap. So, uh, and how did he look in that time? I think he's still shaking a little bit of the rust off. Um, granted, that naturally comes from not playing for a long, extended period of time. But he's done some awesome things in practice. And really, really excited to be able to build a little bit of the depth and just get him back on the field. Did he come out of that, not to get a, not to get you in trouble with Coach Peterson, but did he come out of it healthy and ready to go? Looking forward to playing him on Saturday. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.